On this episode of Industry Relations, Rob and I discuss the new NAR alternative area and what this industry really needs. Let's go. This is Industry Relations, a podcast that's at the intersection of real estate and technology from an insider's perspective with Rob Hahn and Greg Robertson. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Industry Relations with Rob and Greg. This is your co-host, the notorious Rob Hahn. As always, my co-host, the fabulous Greg Robertson. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm repping the Charger logo for our new uh, head coach. Who's Jim your new Harbaugh, head coach? So, uh, Jim Harbaugh from uh, Michigan. Oh, really? Yeah, also a no former idea. Charger. So, uh, you know, suck on it. The rest of the NFL, who's got it better than us? Nobody. Um, didn't y'all used to be pretty good? Well, Back Chargers. Back like the Danian Tomlinson yeah, days. Like, yeah, I mean, was that 10 uh, years yeah. ago now? Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 the future's bright. Future's Rob. bright. All right, all the right. future's bright. I mean, I haven't followed the NFL really since like 2018, so I have no idea. You know what's what. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like for example, I don't know who's in the Super Bowl. But we don't know. We don't know either yet. Okay, so we're so still the, got a couple. Yeah, the conference championship little, hasn't happened. Not yet. Okay, so who who's alive? Who, not San Diego. Well. No, San Francisco is a lot. Not saying listen, it's a it's a it's a bitter pill to swallow. The Lions are still alive, which is interesting. The Lions, uh, yeah. I mean, Detroit that's Lions? that's the big Detroit Lions. Exactly, they're good. Ravens. Uh, it's a it's a. I I think they're a great team. Actually, yeah. I, I wow. I kind of have. Uh, uh, I think the great story is the Lions, Ravens, Forty uh, ers um, and I forget the last one, but um, you wow. Know, I had no idea. Did the Lions huh. go like 0-16 not too long ago? They had some bad seasons for sure. Oh, Kansas City is the last one there. That's oh, Kansas City. Obviously, okay. our division, which sucks. Uh, some of the listeners are like, Rob, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so... Well, you should be a Raiders fan now with uh, the Ve- you know, Vegas, right? No, but like, if I were going to be a go back to being an NFL fan, I would be a Texans fan. Oh, okay. But- because I lived in Houston, and when I moved there, I'm like, and I made the switch from being a Jets fan for a very yeah, specific I was say, reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, as but far you as moved I know, to Texas Vegas. Sucked. Why wouldn't you be a Raiders fan then? I mean, because I have no reason. I don't. You I, live I, in I Las no Vegas. Ties. That's the reason. The Raiders are. They're not from Vegas either. I mean, whatever. You know. Well, the Texans were from Texans. In a way, Raiders perfectly represent the city. Okay, they're not from here. <laughs> And most of the loyalty is not here. <laughs> well, it's like going to a Chargers game. It's more half the stadium, more than half the stadium is the other team. I mean, because right. LA is such a transient right. place, also, right. right? So, I mean, I've always heard yeah. the opinion that the Chargers should uh, not exist. That I think San Diego should not have a sports team. Because well, they don't have one anymore. So it's LA. What happened now? to the baseball yeah. team? Oh, okay, sports team. Yeah, the Padres yeah. are still the- there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. San Diego should not have a sports team because I've been to San Diego and it's too beautiful and everyone's outside or at the beach. They just don't care about sports that much. Like sports <laughs> to me belong in like frozen over, you know, cities where something like this is like the Buffalo. Yeah. Buffalo, uh I, like Lincoln, Nebraska, right? I mean, I think I think we need more teams like that. Like, I don't think Las Vegas <laughs> should have a sports team. Like, why do we have a sports team? 
You know, we're in the desert. It's hot. There's a lot to do. You know, Rob, the way your mind works is is it's it's a mystery to all of us. With your <laughs> your speaking of mystery to all of us, <laughs> I know the topic you wanted to discuss is uh, the brand new. Uh, I guess we'll call it a realtor association. Uh, yeah, what do we call um, it? You know, so actually, some news broke out at Inman uh, Connect. I was, I mean, you know, I know you're, you're, you're not having as quite much of FOMO as I am, but you know, I saw everybody yeah. on, on Twitter and yeah. Instagram taking all the pictures and having a great time in New York, and uh, yeah. I was totally having FOMO there. But, you were having, um, I was having JOMO. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is joy of missing out. <laughs> yeah, joy of missing out. <laughs> Oh, I don't have to is be that drunk a real for thing? a week. Uh, it is for me. <laughs> I don't have to deal with New York cold and the jo- the joy of missing out bums and you know the invasion of uh, you know. <laughs> uh, right. I don't have to deal with any of that, and I don't have to be drunk the whole week. Yeah, Jomo, Jomo, baby. <laughs> but you are having FOMO. Uh, okay, so tell us about the news. So apparently, uh, and I guess they had moved up this news on stage. Um, because of Inman Connect, but, um, two kind of, uh, agents, uh, and a broker, you know, um, Mauricio, uh, I can't mm-hmm. pronounce his last name very well, Umansky. but, uh, or Umansky, yeah. yeah. And then is it Jason or John Huber? Jason Haber. Jason Haber, who was, I think he was leading that NAR accountability project. That's you right. Know, he had, he got like. What was it? Did they ever break a thousand? Was it like 500 no. signatures? Like 300 thing? signatures. Yeah. Uh, but uh, also, I think he's a compass agent, right? So yes. basically, two luxury real estate agents <laughs> decided to launch an alternative to uh, NAR and they, they're calling it Area, uh, the American Real Estate Association, I think. Um, and then along with that, um, something called NML, NLS. Right, which is going to be a problem for everybody to kind of mispronounce because N and M are so close. So, right. like the N is a Nancy, so NMLS, NLS dot com. Sorry, right. National um, Listing Service. National Listing Service, formerly is to Pocket be, Listing Service, formerly Pop PLS, which right. we'll get to later because there's a right. new story about that. Um, and the as an alternative, and yeah. uh, they think that NAR is in big trouble. Uh, they haven't really, and I think they've admitted as such is, um, they're looking for funding. Yep. They're not going to have a president or a vice president of this organization. So, um, and they're not, um, they're not going to like mandate commissions, which I mean, you know, perception is reality, but neither did NAR. Right. Um, so we're going to have to kind of (laughs) see what, um, Neither did I. Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> there was um, no redlining in the fifties. <laughs> well, a lot of redlining in the fifties. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. And I just I think you know, right idea, wrong people. Maybe I don't know. I mean, you think? All right, I so just don't know. That. Hold on. Okay. Let's start with one thing at a time. Is it the right idea? I think that uh, there being a organization that um, comes up to challenge NAR at this time. Like, what do they say? You know, n- never let a crisis go to waste. um, wasted, you know, yes. to waste, right? So 
Sure. Should should there be something that uh, with NAR being in such a, a shit show right now that uh, somebody should come out there and say, you know, no, we have a better we have a better option here. Absolutely. I think that's perfectly OK. Competition is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do it. Right. Um, OK. Now, it coming from two luxury agents. I'm not, you know, I'm not sure. And not, no, okay, no disrespect to. I mean, I'm not sure exactly how far he went on Dancing with the Stars, but I mean, no disrespect to these guys or how many okay, signatures why? they got. Why? Why is luxury agent like the wrong people to do this? Well, I mean, it's such a weird, that's such a weird industry, right? I mean, um, I don't think their they're kind of clientele, you know, uh, is a normal clientele for your average real estate agent, right? So, okay. you know, they're coming from just this subset of this market. And, uh, I don't think they're, you know, they're, they're, they have their own reality distortion field, their own bubble. Like, you know, if you look at these pocket areas like Beverly Hills or yeah. you know, West Hollywood or, you know, Vail New or New York City, I mean, it's just, it's just not the same as it is in, you know, St. Louis and Missouri, right? Um, so, so what's so weird about this, Greg, is you live in Huntington Beach, mm-hmm. right? I live in Vegas. Um, yeah. I got all the elite credentials, right? Like I'm basically like Obama, you know, from a credential standpoint. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what you're like. You're yeah. a one percenter. Um, and, you know, I feel like we really uh, shouldn't know jack shit about like middle America and working class people. <laughs> Uh, and well, yeah, you didn't I, grow up that way. I didn't grow up I, a right, I didn't grow up You didn't way. grow and up a, yeah. And I, I, I care more about them. You know, it's weird. Like, I feel like the really great people that I've met in this industry, a lot of them are those salt to the earth, middle America, yeah. you know, maybe making like 75,000 a year type of, like, you're, you're exactly right. I'm just pointing out the hypocrisy of us. It's a little bit like, um, the all in podcast. You know, that, yeah. uh, with the billionaires where they're talking about like the working class. I'm like, what the fuck do you guys know about the working yeah. class? Yeah. But Those that's guys. us. But having yeah. said that, just as a caveat. So you think it's just that they're not representative of the membership? Yeah. I mean, and it feels a little bit kind of more opportunistic of like grabbing a headline and grabbing some hmm. stage time or something. Then, like, is it? How serious are they, right? Um, I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, Let, let's I don't know. This. What would make you say, "Oh, they're really serious"? What would they have to do for you to go? You know what? These guys are. They're all in. You know that they're they're yeah. really serious about this. So, I mean, when I think of NAR, right? I think, I mean, they're they're the largest trade organization in the country. They are um, the largest lobbying uh, organization in the country, right? So, yep. um, you know, I, I would think that that the people that would come forward would be coming from, uh, you know, I always think, you know, an, an, an old mentor of mine and, you know, a CEO, Stu Siegel, um, it, it was always about the people. He says, all I have to do is find the right person to put in that, that thing that's going to happen, right? So, mm-hmm. and I think you can resonate from that. I don't just see... Is, is Marie, Mariso, Mariso going to get really into the policy of like why the mortgage, uh, rate deduction is, is really necessary, not necessary. I mean, those, I mean, you want kind of, kind of a wonkiness there. Is, is he, he the tech, brilliant technologist, right? That is going to make mm-hmm. a, uh, uh, 
uh, an MLS, a national MLS system. And, you know, because I think there's a lot of innovation. I mean, you know, you and I have talked about this a lot <laughs> that can happen in sure. the MLS space, right? You especially. Um, and, and do I think they're coming from those types of things? Those two people don't jump out at me and saying, wow, okay. From, okay. you know, he's done this, this, and that, and he wants to apply those lessons into this. Huh, I think I'm going right. to kind of take a look, right? But could you say that about, uh, what's his name, Chris Sears, the current president, Tracy Casper? Well, but again, th- those, those, are, those are leadership positions that were elected from the, from the uh, body are, are the, of, of whatever. I, They're not starting an enterprise of, of doing that, right? Um, I get your point. What I'm saying is if the requirement for leadership of a lobbying trade association has to be either deep connection to you know, the, the swamp – <clears throat> that is DC, or technology brilliance, then why do we have the presidents of NAR that we do, right? And the answer is, of course, we don't. Like the presidents of NAR we have is because, you know, they 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 follow the path, right? And they got, quote, voted in and elected. Like, they don't, none of those guys have those, you know, it's the staff, right? It's the professional staff. Well, this is more those. than that. This is starting a brand new organization, Okay. Right? So you're this saying is, to you know, start it, you need to have that. I think, I mean, you got to have the, you know, again, the leadership people starting that. Have you got to ha- say to yourself, I'm, I'm interested to see what's going on right. there. I'm not that, I, I just don't believe. And again, no disrespect. I mean, you know, I, shit, uh, you know, I, nobody believed in me for Christ's sake, you know, getting something started. Right. So I get that, but I just don't. I, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe okay, it. Okay. So let, let, let's, let, again, like I, I talked to Jason a couple of times. He seems like a really smart guy, really bright, you know, really bright. Um, I've met Mauricio a couple of times. Seems like a really successful, really yeah. magnetic guy. So it's, and I don't really know them beyond that. Right. So it's, let's not like talk about them, like how they're not right for the job. Let's put it differently. Okay. You think, the idea of a competitor to NAR is good. Okay. Yeah. Who do you think should start that? Yeah. I mean, believe me, I've been racking my brains to come up with like yeah. a, an, an angle, right? On that. Is it like an industry person? Is it, to your point, is, so I'll just throw some names out. Let's say it was uh, Donald Trump Jr. who starts it. Would that right. then be like, oh, this is a serious organization because of his connection to DC? Maybe he's not the right person because, you know, obviously associated with a Trump. How about uh, Pete Sessions, right? Former, I think he's former, like senator, and I think he's a realtor. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, Is that someone like that? Like, who are we talking about? Let's leave politics out here. I'll just throw out a name, you know, because, you know, and this could be, you know, I I was saying the same thing about um, NAR's new CEO, right? Yeah. We have this- uh, person right now, she's right. formerly from the Chicago right. Tribune. She's or a something, cipher right? wrapped in right. an enigma. Yeah, but <laughs> exactly. Um, but what about like Ben Carson? Like, I'm mean, again politics aside, right? Sure. Ben Carson. No, it, 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 politics has to play a role if we're talking about lobbying. Okay, but, but I'm, I'm just, sorry. Pol- yeah, yeah, Ben Carson. Sure. Right. I mean, sure. he's a doctor, surgeon, sure. very former famous, HUD but secretary. Also, sure. Former HUD secretary. Sure. You know, if if. If if it was a former HUD secretary that really had uh, a background in 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 real estate, more maybe not like a surgeon or something, right? Okay, um, so maybe maybe they, I can't I can't remember the Obama uh, HUD secretary. Um, 
I can't remember the guy's name. Yeah. Uh, Julio, uh, Castro. Castro. How okay. about Castro? Yeah, Castro. Right. Right. Uh, I think a former, he was a mayor or something too before He was that mayor of San Antonio, I want to say, and then yeah. he became HUD secretary, right? Yeah, maybe so, San Antonio. Okay, fine. Some HUD secretary. Okay. I mean, I mean, there's something, There at least there's like this connection. I, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like, you know, and that's a sad part nowadays. There's no, you know, what are these, cl- okay. like, who is like, who is like, who do you, th- when you think of like, um, to me, all I think of now are, are kind of celebrities. Like when you think of right. home, like right. maybe it should be uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines. Right. Uh, maybe it should be the two guys from right. Property Brothers. Right. But like right. who kind of, in, when you think about is like, um, you know, that, that really does give a shit, is smart, has kind of a lot of experience kind of, you know, mm-hmm. doing, I mean, I don't know. I don't know that name. I've been racking so, my brains to come up with so, it, but like. Yeah, I want to bring this up. Okay. So let's just say the, the alternatives are. Someone like a Castro, former HUD secretary, right? Or again, former senator, right? Uh, maybe somebody who was, you know, in DC, you know, there's a political player starting something saying, Hey, you know what? NAR's, uh, okay. Here, here's show. another, here's another name. Again, politics aside, right? I think I mentioned this before. Let's say that, um, it's going to be led by Michelle Obama, right? Sure. Former attorney. She's obviously got the, you know, she was the sure. first she's lady. Connected. Yep. Everybody yep. thinks she's a smart, Person yep. with good, Not everybody, with good values. Sure. Yeah. Yep. No. Again, politics aside. I, again, right? Yeah, I get you. Yeah. yeah. She's um, no doubt. But you know, those yeah. are those kind of things. Like, sure. oh shit, fuck. Sure. Michelle Obama, right on. Okay. And now I'm sure. listening. Okay. Right. But on the lobbying side, so here's the alternative name. Okay. I'm just going to give you two choices here, and yeah. uh, there's a reason for it. So one is like a Michelle Obama, a Castro, a Ben Carson, right? A DC player. The other is, let's say, Budge Husky. Right. Right. Former yeah. CEO of Coldwell yeah. Banker, 40 years yeah. in the industry. I'm down. Well respected I'm down. by everybody. I'm down. Right. What about that guy that, uh, uh, God, I can't I Alex Perillo. Uh, you know, like, in other words. Well, or what was it, the, the, the dude that was over at, uh, NRT, uh, Cold Banker that Ryan, uh, Ryan, um, uh, Ryan? Was it Ryan? Kind of younger cat, right? Yeah. So my point is, Somebody who really represents the professionalism side of things. Oh, uh, you know, right? or, or because those like, are the two things that yeah. NAR does, right? They do lobbying, right? And they, well, here's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to do lobbying and they're supposed to do professionalism. Yeah. Right? The lobbying side, I agree with you. that, And I don't even know if that's like a leadership thing. I think that's professional staff. But if an organization came up, so it's a, uh, American uh, Federation for Real Estate Lobbying, American Federation for Housing Policy. Michelle Obama, together with, together with Ben Carson, is starting this thing, and we are going to be the new association for replacing the lobbying that NAR does. Right? <clears throat> I got to tell but, you, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that does not feel compelling to me. Okay? It doesn't. What feels compelling to me is Budge Husky and uh, Ryan, Go- you know, like Sherry Chris, like these industry leaders, figures come forth, say, we are starting a new organization because we need to do a better job with professionalism. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, but again, that I think that goes to, 
you know, having the right person. So that, that forward facing person, right? I think they're, you know, that forward facing person is very key and they can have lieutenants that sure. you know, are, okay, we're doing this, we're doing that. Right. Sure. So it's like, you know, uh, you know, it's, but, it's Spencer Raskoff. Hold on. Spencer sure. Raskoff is building a national MLS in concert with this new initiative. Sure. Right. You, you know, you have those kind of, those kind of things are going on. Now you're like, okay, well, they got this, they got, they got all those things. But that, that, I think that top person, first of all, has to, you know, demonstrate that, you know, by joining this organization, we're putting together these set of values, right? And so maybe that, that top person is more of a, okay, I trust this person. I, this person has got a good reputation. They're not going to, and, and those are so hard to find now because we're so cynical nowadays. Um, and, and that, and then that, that is also going to track the talent that they need. Well, shit, I'm going to go work for Michelle Obama or shit. I'm going to work for Ben Carson or I'm going to go work for whoever else. I mean, that, that can yeah, no, cause a, a big thing. I get it, Greg. What I'm saying though is I don't get the sense of hunger in the industry for more effective lobbying. That's what I'm getting at. Well, the you shit can't, well, not yeah. the shit show at NAR that you're mentioning is not NAR failed to get a single legislative uh, whatever passed. That's that's not what the shit show was. The shit show was, hey, look, sexual harassment all over the place. Hey, look, you're losing lawsuits left and right. Hey, look, your governance is all fucked up. Hey, look, we have presidents resigning after like a month. Seems like just something's, something's really fucked up, right? So what I'm saying is I feel like the hunger that's in the industry is not – NAR is ineffective at lobbying. I think it's NAR's lost the, the the thread when it comes to professionalism of the members and organizational competence. Like inside, within, like like what the yeah. hell is going on? Like what? Yeah. And I think that's the hunger. And if that's the case, I'm saying again because I don't really know Mauricio. I don't you know I don't really know Jason. Maybe they are just as good as a Budge Husky or a Spencer Raskoff. It's my point, right? Because if the hunger is, we need we need the the realtor brand to be much more meaningful than it is today. Because right now, right now, today, based on like the New York Times coverage and all this shit, I don't know if the realtor brand is something that like, you know, that I'd want to paint my car with. <laughs> like, is that like a good brand or is it now tainted and tarnished? Yeah, and and and, and I think and that's the hunger, it, man. Yeah, to me, I. I, I agree with you. I, I I think while this is a good, sure there should be competition. But if I was set out to, as a consultant to solve this problem and everything was on the table, I would go to I want to fucking I want to name a new CEO of NAR. The people are going to go. That guy's legit. Mm-hmm. That guy's knows how to run a company. That guy's ethics and morals are you know you know, not um, approachable. And again, we're so cynical. I don't know if we're ever going to do that because everybody's got something, but it's like you, you sign up like, Oh shit. Oh shit. This guy's in charge. This girl's in charge. Well, things are going to change because I, you know, he has a history. She has a history of making things happen and, you know, of doing that. That's what I would like to do. I'd like, I'd like a a figurehead there Mm -hmm. that that can also not only, you know, as you know, as as I know for sure, it is not just me. It's the relationships and the people that I've worked with forever. If I was going to put something together again, I know who to call, right? And sure. all these guys that do this, they bring in their team and like, okay, sure. we're going to, 
you know, we're going to fix this shit. The, you know, the, the, the balls, the game's over here now. We're going to do, we're going to make this happen. We're going to turn this thing around and make, you know, the, the, make sure that everybody knows what the difference between a realtor and what a non-realtor is and make that a good thing. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And we're doing A, B, C, and D to, to, to jumpstart that. Sure. And, and again, like maybe, I mean, what I think about is I don't know that that's how this plays out. What I think about is like, okay, when the original NAR started in 1906, whatever it was, right? It wasn't like one visionary leader, right? Like there's no statue to some founding father of NAR, right? But, you know, I've been writing this series uh, on kind of like the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the William North series, as I'm calling it, right? What we talk about is that our founding fathers of NAR, Right, that there were many, many leaders back in whatever 1906, and we talk about like that initial meeting in Minneapolis, or I think it was Minneapolis, somewhere in Minnesota, right, where like 16 different you know local associations came together and they created Nari and all this stuff, right? Like that's in the history. When I think about that, it's a little bit like the American Revolution, right? Like. Okay, George Washington was president and he was kind of the face of the revolution, but we don't talk about like there being- Father of the country. But it's not. That's what I'm saying, right? It's always- George Washington was the father of our country. But he's not. That's my point, right? We talk about the founding father. So it's like Washington plus Jefferson, Adams, Franklin, right? Like there was a group of men, group of people who came together and then created this thing. So from that standpoint, maybe I look at this as in the internet era, this is how you do it, right? So back then it was like pamphlets and, you know, meetings at taverns. Maybe now it's, you know, Jason and Mauricio stand up and they say, hey, we're doing this. And what we need to see is the emergence of another half a dozen leaders, right, who come forward and say, okay, we're in, right? The, the seriousness thing, I think in my mind is, again, then reflecting back to kind of those guys, the founding fathers guys, right? You know that saying like, uh, you know, to this we pledge our, you know, f- our fortune, our lives, our sacred honor kind of thing? Yeah. I think I would be like, you guys are super serious about this if I see some hint of that. In other words, hey, we're going to do this fundraising for $10 million, whatever. If Mauricio's like, here's a check for $5 million, somebody match the five. I'd be like, yo, that, right? That is serious, right? And it's already a little bit serious because obviously, you know, Jason, Mauricio, by doing this, you know, they're going to go cross-eyed, right? They're going to go sideways with NAR. They're going to go sideways, like, you know, some of that locally, right? And they're saying, we're willing to risk it. And I think that might be the area where what you brought up about the fact that they're luxury agents in very unique markets maybe hurts them a little bit. In other words... Jason is in New York City, which is a Rebney. It's never been a realtor land, right? He's never had to worry about getting blacklisted by some other agent because of this anti-NAR stance, right? Uh, Mauricio's in uh, the agencies in Beverly Hills. Now, he's a little bit more exposed to it. But again, like because of their practice, their high-end, ultra-high-end, ultra-luxury in certain markets, like I don't – again, I don't know that much about the agency – I don't think there's an agency Lincoln, Nebraska. I I don't think there's an agency Waukesha, right? I think it's like LA, New York, Miami, you know, like, 
So he's a little bit protected from that, right? What we need to see is somebody coming from like St. Louis or Kansas City or, you know, or, uh, right? Ohio, yeah. Cleveland, Ohio, right? Where you are in realtor world, your MLS is realtor run. The community around you might fuck with you because you've taken this stance and you're still going to go, nope, this is what I need to do. Maybe that's the valid concern, right? So I guess I'm saying this to say, I think what the industry is really looking for is not the lobbying power. I don't actually think we're looking for like some leader from outside the industry, you know, Obama to come in and be like, I'm going to, like, I don't think that's what the industry is looking for. I would think what the industry is looking for is more the like revolutionary movement from within of these leaders emerging and say, look, what the hell's going on is fucked up. We're going to start something new, right? And we're going to get this movement going and convince other realtors to join our new movement, which is going to restore honor and do more for professionalism and blah, blah, blah. I think that's really what it's about, right? Yeah. So we'll see. Can they attract, say, another half a dozen big names out of the areas where they're taking on real risk, right? Where they're yeah, not I just mean, high-end luxury agents. Yeah, and I think, you know, when we – when. You know, and and some people might call. I'm not sure they call me out it, but but if I'm saying luxury ag- agents, you know, in that that could be kind of a dog whistle for these guys. Really, their their main issue is they don't like the the clear cooperation policy. You right? think? <clears throat> I don't think. I mean, so. that's POS. I mean, it's like okay, oh, they, they just hate that's it. Fair. They just hate it. They just hated NAR because yeah, they fair. couldn't do their exclusive listings and, and, and get all the commission and not put it on the MLS. And that, that to me feels like people could, could conflate these two guys. Oh, they're just, and again, I'm not saying this, but I mean, I've heard this that, well, all they, all they want to do is get CCP out of the way. That's right. <laughs> that's what right. that, that really is what their goal is and go back to where they could have um, their situations, yeah. uh, you know, because they're luxury agents, yeah. and that was more of a again uh, a market for that cynicism. Yeah, that, I know. right. It's uh, Jerry yeah. Maguire. We live in yeah. such a cynical, cynical world, you know. Yeah, and I'm like, nah, man. Like Jerry Maguire is a hopeful movie. Like, show me the money. You know? <laughs> 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 um, I, I, I don't think that's a, look. The way I look at it is, I don't. Uh, I, I never, no. Here's what I mean. I don't. I don't ever feel right ascribing some evil, cynical motive to somebody, unless there's real. I'm not saying it's that, evil. It's well, cynical. What, fine. It, yeah. I, I don't really want to do that until unless there's significant evidence suggests that's what they're doing. Right. And I don't think we have that significant evidence yet with these guys. So I'm I'm going to give them every benefit of the doubt. We should have them on the show actually to talk about Aria, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> no, we should. It just you know. No, we always say that. Nobody's coming on to talk Nobody's to us, ever man. coming on. But, we, you know, <laughs> hey, if you guys want to, we'd <laughs> nobody, love to talk to you about it. Nobody wants to be right. in that, that part. I know. That snake pit. <laughs> but um, I think when this thing becomes more real to me is when I see others join. Right. right? Other leaders emerge. And they need to be from not New York and not LA. Right. They need to be from sort of the middle of the country. They need to be from the Southeast. Um, they need to be much more representative of like more of that average realtor experience, right? I think if we saw something like that, and it can't be two guys, 
it's got to be like I said, the founding fathers. Think about the signatories, you know, to the Declaration of Independence. Like, it needs to be something like that, right? You know, and we we always talk about like the big, you know, Washington, Adams, Jefferson. You have Mason. You've got like all these people who are involved. Yeah. So if it's something more like that, then I think there's a chance. Having said that, let me do the free consulting. No one's going to accept. Right? <laughs> to your point, if you're the consultant, you would tell them, go do this. If I were the consultant, I would not be starting ARIA. I would not be starting an alternative to NAR. So you're calling it ARIA instead not, not ARIA? Oh, that's ARIA. I don't well, it's know. It's got area, Whatever. like area of a space. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like real estate area. The Asian Americans are pissed off, by the way. Say, hey, <laughs> we, we were already Aria. Like, what the fuck? Um, uh, but anyway, like, what I would actually recommend to them is you should just take over NAR. If you could really get this grassroots momentum going, rather than creating a separate thing and raising money, wow. raise the money and get the grassroots thing going and take over NAR. Yeah, that's, I mean, that would be a challenge just the way the structure is, right? The executive committee, the fucking 110 directors and whatever of the course. hell it is. Yeah. Of course. No, but- I, I do think, I think the best chance is to not to try to, do, I mean, again, competition is a good thing, but really it's from the inside. You're right. From mm-hmm. changing it because the structure's there, just get the right leadership in there and then boom. Right. right? Now, there's some, I think there's some lessons to be learned from other, um, other nonprofit areas. And I happen to be pretty familiar with, uh, like, the gun world. So, like, the NRA. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. No, seriously. That's, that's a great example to put up there. This is the guy that's, like, going to jail? I don't know if he's going to jail, but he's resigned or something. Like, there's a lot of fucking problems at the yeah. NRA, right? And, like, the New York – and, again, the NRA is hated in a way that NAR is not yet. <laughs> Right. I think once I think once the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal are done with NAR, they might be hated as much as the NRA. But that's a separate conversation. I'm just saying there's been a lot of issues and a lot of lack of transparency, all this stuff. And there have been attempts from within an NRA to try and take it over, right? In the case of the NRA, it hasn't really worked. So instead, what we've seen, we've seen a lot of other smaller organizations pop up. Right, uh, gun owners of America, Second American Amendment Foundation. There's other organizations. Oh, up. okay, wow, all right. And they have very specific things, though, because again, that world's a little different than ours. So they have a very specific thing where they do litigation, right? Because NRA is still the big dog when it comes to lobbying, right? And they still do some lobbying, but their big winning strategies. You know what? We're gonna go do litigation that the NRA really was not that willing to do. Maybe that's the answer. In other words, if the idea is that there's like twin- It's a more of a niche thing, right? Not, right, not, right, right, yeah. right. So if it's more of like a twin, like what does NAR do, right? The NAR really does three things, if you will, right? It, it does MLS, it does professionalism, and it does lobbying, right? I've never spoken to a single person in the industry, not one, who thinks that NAR should not do lobbying. Everybody agrees NAR should do lobbying. MLS CEOs who hate NAR and all the control NAR has thinks NAR should do lobbying. In fact, the right. way it's phrased is, hey, if NAR just stuck to lobbying, we would yeah. have no issues, right? So I'm like, fine. Then let's just say NAR, even its current form, even as fucked up or whatever, we could just, everyone could just be like, NAR, you do lobbying. What NAR sucks at doing is professionalism. 
Right. Right. And again, okay. I've written this three-part post. So if Jason and these guys want to come out and say, hey, we don't do any lobbying. That's not what we're about. NAR does that. Right. We're going to do professionalism. I think there's a room for that. And I think if you're going to do that, you could take it over with it. And then obviously the third thing, the MLS, they're all going to leave NAR anyway. So it doesn't matter. Like that's going to happen. I like this. So like I think, you know, okay, so and I got an idea. Okay. And again, all right, let's hear it. So, you know, I, I like the fact that, um, m- m- you know, we're not looking, you know, maybe – I don't think I would go back a little bit. Maybe you don't take, take over, but you, I love constraints like in design constraints are a good thing. When you have mm-hmm. here and here is the only places I can go. Right. That's a, that's a good thing. Right. Um, Cause it forces you to think and really put your ideas through a sieve to like, okay, what is the essence of what I am? Right. Or what I'm doing. Right. What, what we're trying mm-hmm. to accomplish, what job, what job am I trying to fulfill? Right. So, mm-hmm. the, and again, this is that whole kind of jobs to be done philosophy. Like what, what has this been hired to do? What have been, I have been hired to do, whether it's a product, a service or whatever. Right. Right. So professionalism, as you talk about, right. So what about a new organization and we, you know, come up with a cool brand. Sure. That people would automatically recognize. Right. Because of our branding expertise right. that says, I'm an agent that has at least done 10, that averages at least 10 transactions right. a year. Right. And maybe right. I live up to a code of ethics. Yes. And I, I, I am insured. I'm bond. I'm whatever. There, there is a, well, whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever it is where it's like, Oh, motherfucker, that guy is one of those yeah. guys. Right. Yeah. Like it's yeah. like a sim Sigma, you know, what, what they call yeah, yeah, that? Yeah. A six, six Sigma or yeah, yeah. Yeah. But there's like a designation. A, 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 again, I'm, I'm a, I'm joining that. So it's like, yeah, yeah, no, they're a realtor. I'm a fucking blah, blah realtor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Let me explain yeah. the difference to you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So so what you're doing is like, you know, so when the next listing presentation happens, f- forget these comma, RCE, comma, yeah, LDA, yeah, yeah. comma, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. No, I'm, you know, you want some branding and, you know, this is a branding exercise. Right. And you're saying in order to be a Six Sigma realtor, whatever yeah. the damn thing is, a 10X yeah. realtor, is I have to... I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. And you're like going, fuck, this motherfucker's legit. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, and yeah. that that becomes a new association. That, you know, let NAR do the lobbying and, and whatever else. But um, you yep. you create this whole different brand yep. um, that is that is in that that type of thing. Yeah. You know, I'm yep. a realtor also. I, I, I'm yeah. sure to this thing. But I am a, uh, right. you know, a Super 10X realtor. realtor. I, I'm a Super master. realtor. I'm whatever. A master. Yeah. 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 And the challenge is I just like that. Out. I I think that has real potential. Yeah. Because, I really do. You know, remember you were talking about it's like, you know, it's so easy to get into it, right? This industry. Of course. We make it all these things and like if we if we do that, we've 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 shot ourselves in the foot, right? Right. Um I have to, you know, as a six sigma realtor, I mean I'm just uh, that word makes no sense, but you know, I have to take um 70 hours of continuing education credits. I have to have this. I have to do this. But like you, you know, and, and when, when a, just a realtor comes in, it's like, yeah. oh, you're not one of those guys. Yeah. Oh, how many tracks transactions have you done? Right. Well, I'm, I'm a fresh, I'm bringing fresh eyes to this. <laughs> hey, whatever like, do whatever you got to do. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. And like, I think, like I said, I don't know if you read part three of my series, but this is what I'm getting at. I think, that's what NAR used to be. 
right? So back in like whatever nineteen nineteen <laughs> when they started, yeah, that's exactly the point. Not everyone was a realtor, and it was hard to get the realtor, to, you know, to be able to say I'm a realtor because you had to abide by this code of ethics at a time when state laws didn't exist, right? To so to go out and say, hey, I I'm an agent, like I you know I fiduciary duty to you, like that didn't exist in nineteen nineteen, right? Um, so my argument is you're exactly right. My argument is if there's whatever thing, right? Let's try and name it. What do you call it? Uh, let's call. Uh, we need a better name, and we're not. No, the, not it would be a, a, a phenomenal. But imagine that because ultra, I will tell you, so, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly right. I'm an ultra. I, you know. Um, I, I know from um, you know working at companies and then being acquired and, and listening to seeing just a lot of different founders, like um, the ones that like, you know, I only, I only sell to X type of agents that have to do blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, those are easier to sell to. Imagine like, you, you know, this organization is probably going to be 150,000 still, Maybe. but imagine the, imagine the conference you're going to go <clears throat> to that. Imagine right. the the people you're going to attract to talk to those types of people. Imagine those are those are people you want to sell to as a vendor, right? Right. You would oh, just so set fine. this subclass up of like right. uh, uh, of amazing. Right. Let Let's do that. Let, literally, the organization is 10k. Yeah. Okay. There are yeah. only ten thousand of us at yeah. any time. In yeah. order for you to have to, in order for you to join, you have to knock out the ten thousandth place guy. <laughs> yeah. Whether it's right. whatever like our, the Premier our standards League, right? are. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's the 10K, right? Yeah. Say so it's that. Okay. Yeah. But here's the thing. If you do that, you have to go out and it can't just be like these performance standards. It has to be something more, right? No, no, no. The, again, it's, it is a branding exercise right. that, that has but the to brand, be. The brand, so this is what I'm getting at. The brand, and I've complained about this back in the well, day. Well, isn't, like, isn't like lawyers, like not all lawyers have to be a member of the bar, right? No, all lawyers have to be a member of the bar. Because that's government. Okay. So what's more is like medicine, not all doctors have to be board certified. Or a CPA. Or a CPA. Or in commercial real estate, CCIMs. Right. Right. So I think what I'm getting at is it could be education, could be a lot of things. But what the important point I'm trying to make here is when we think of brand in real estate, we far too often think it's just a name, it's messaging, it's colors. Nah, a brand is a promise. Yeah. Right. So whatever yeah. that promise is, it has to be we are so much more competent than the realtor, right? We are so much more ethical than the realtor. Whatever it is, you got to make some yeah. promise. We're funnier. Yeah. We're so much funnier than you yeah. actually have to live up to that and deliver that brand. Yeah. If you can do that, that's true differentiation. And I think some new thing could try to arrive at that. Yeah, and, and here's I, my, I would go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I, no, first, I just think first. I like the fact of like I would use this branding in relation. I am a ex realtor. I'm a 10K. I am, uh, yeah, whatever. And well, you know, I always think 10K reports was a brand right, back fine. in the day, but whatever right. it is, yeah. But yeah, a 10K realtor, uh, whatever realtor, whatever. But use yeah. it like that. Are right. they ask ask the next agent if they're that? No, they're right. not. Right, right. Let me tell in you. In order that. to become this, you have to go through this. Right. right. I need it. Three years of education, five years of training. I need to do 20 deals a year. I need to, yeah. right? I need to maintain a 4.5 star rating or whatever the fuck, right? I mean, like, to I, me, I mean, yeah, it is like a, you know, 
it is an ethical, you know, some sort of some sort of thing, but really transactions is almost number one, right? Because that's the problem I think a lot of people have with realtors or they just haven't, no. you know, they don't have the experience, right? No. Yeah. I think the problem that most people have with realtors is that they're not trustworthy. Right. Okay. Right. The, the shitty experience that consumers have with realtors is t- they come in two forms, in my experience. One, the realtor never communicates with them. It's like after you sign the list agreement, they just fucking disappear. You never hear from them until the closing table. That's first couple. And then that, because I've seen this on Reddit and stuff. It's like my realtor never calls me. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm emailing him. I'm calling to my realtor. My realtor's never. So that's that's number one. The second one is my realtor screwed me. Right. I trusted my realtor and then I bought the house and then I found out I overpaid by $100,000 because the seller was his cousin's. But it's shit like that. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I would argue your number one thing has to do with their experience. I don't think an experienced realtor uh, does not communicate with their client on a regular basis. Maybe. Maybe. I'm yeah. just, so maybe, maybe it's related. I'm just saying I've never seen consumer complaints through like Reddit and internet and all this stuff. With the complaint about my my realtor was inexperienced. I've never yeah. seen that complaint. What I've seen is my realtor is uncommunicative, and I've seen my realtor is crooked. Yeah. Right? So I'm saying you fix those two things. <clears throat> and then I think the experience thing is just becomes just a bar you got to clear. In other words, like, hey, man, you could say you're really honest. You could say you're really ethical, and you could say that you're really communicative. But you've done two deals. <laughs> like, Yeah. Congratulations on being communicative in two over two deals, right? You could take like, also from, um, in order to be, just to use your term, a 10K realtor, um, every transaction I'm graded on by my, by my, by my last peers. thing. Right. And if I don't right. have a, if I don't have a four star rating right. from my clients and my peers, I'm out. Sure. So, I mean, something. So you just put it there like, Jesus Christ, when, right. it, you know, when, you know, why would I work with another person who does not right. have right. this extra kind of thing? Yeah. Right. Something. I like it. Whatever, I like right. it. Whatever it is, my point is <clears throat> if you have that focus, then the code of ethics, then the brand promise of that brand, 10K, has to be whatever it is, and then you have to deliver it. Here's the point I would make on this. And then, because we're, this is a fascinating conversation. This is what I truly believe. I think if Mauricio and Jason or whoever, Right, whoever started this, the, the founding fathers, the new founding fathers, and now now that we're in 2024, it's founding fathers and founding mothers. Because back in 1909, it was founding yeah, fathers. Yeah. Let's be honest about that. The founding parents of this new 10K whatever thing, if they actually could pull that off, and just sort of like forget NAR, leave, like leave all that shit alone and just do your thing, I think within the next, let's call it five years. I think that organization takes over NAR because I think the MLS is split off. We've talked about that already. Like given all the lawsuits and the, all, I think the MLS will split off. And I think NAR will see their membership plummet. Absolutely plummet. Right. Right. And then it becomes, okay, now the whole realtor thing, <clears throat> it's always been meaningless. And if, if we're down to, 100,000 realtor members left because they're the hardcore junkies. The problem is they're hardcore junkies, the current sort of chaos organizational regime and this nonsense. Nobody cares. I think what ends up happening is that 10K goes, oh, you know what? It's time. Let's expand our membership to 100K. <clears throat> and we'll just take over NAR. 
Right. I think that's actually what could end up happening. <clears throat> so, again, I don't know if Mauricio and Jason are the right guys to do this. They might be. I mean, they're the ones who stood up. I would like to see other realtors, other agents, other brokers join them. <clears throat> and then we can evaluate what that looks like based on the movement. Right. Because, you know, like, like I said, the American Revolution wasn't George Washington father of the country. Right. It was more like 50, 100 guys, 100 local leaders coming together. Samuel Adams, you know, it was it's a lot of people. Right. And I think we want to see that. Because if we're not having that, then what it, to me what it means is not enough people give a shit. Yeah. Right? And if that's the case, then that's fine. Like we don't have to – like the world will be fine without NAR, you know, and people will bitch and complain. And then if it's a big enough problem, then you'll rise up and then create something to take its place. But I do think there's something to be said. Forget lobbying. NAR does a great job of that. Forget MLS. The MLSs exist. Focus on professionalism. Yeah. Just focus so, on that. Before we wrap, I want to just bring two things up, almost a little bit of a follow up from last podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked about like, uh, you know, those who do, you know, those deal people or organizations that, that cut deals early usually get the better deals. And, and, um, Ryan Schneider, yeah. CEO of Anywhere, was on stage at Inman talking about how they look at their, um, settlement on the anywhere settlement on the uh, Sitzer Burnett thing puts yeah. them at a competitive advantage. Of course it does um, with other ones, and and we 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 you and I both agree about that. But that's oh, another yeah. an example of like, hey, do something, you know. And as as I say, the cavalry isn't coming. You have to kind of have your own kind of thing. Yeah. In another area, recently it was announced that uh, a couple MLS organizations had break ranks. Um, with uh, the lawsuit that's currently in there with PLS, mm -hmm. they have they have they have asked the judge to stay some of the deadlines because they have reached a settlement in in spirit with mm -hmm. PLS, mm -hmm. and that's CRMLS, Bright, and I think MRED. Mm -hmm. Now, the, if that's if that is accepted, the only one left is NAR. So, in a mm -hmm. sense, they've broken ranks with NAR these MLSs. And again, I think we've been saying this. I mean, you know, do you know? You know, sometimes you have to watch out for yourselves. And I think that, you know, when you do these early ones, those are the ones that get the better deals. And that's starting to happen there. So we might see some movement. So I just wanted to bring sure. those two up as a piece of follow-up from our last episode. Excellent, excellent points. Um, yeah, I mean, even a broken clock is right twice a day. And <laughs> I've been calling that for how long now? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah it's going to happen. So yeah. <clears throat> I think in wrap-up, say, hey, you know what? Uh, power to you, Jason Mauricio. Good luck. You heard our free advice, which is worth exactly what you paid for. It. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should focus on just forget everything other than ethics. Forget everything other than professionalism. Give yourself that constraint. It's a constraint right. for a good thing. Right. Just do that and then figure out like what that looks like. And here's the thing. It can't be the two of you. It can't. Right. If this becomes... Jason and Mauricio's like you know crusade. This will never work. This has to be some larger group. I'm not saying it's the majority of people out there. It's never the majority, but you you are going to have to find other leaders who want to join your crusade, right? And bring their gifts and their talents and their commitment to this. And in order to do that, I think you, because we live in such a cynical world, you are going to have to show a little bit of 
of a sacrifice, right? Like you going out and saying, we're trying to raise money. Start with you, man. Start writing checks. Because other people are much more willing to write checks if you're writing checks. If you're not, you know, then when you're not taking the chance, why should other people? It becomes like that. So that that would be sort of my parting thoughts on that. Um, If you need like a CEO for a national organization, you know, who's really well-respected and well-liked industry, I mean, I could think of, you know, somebody on this podcast right now. (laughs) Yeah, right. Good Lord. (laughs) Hey, man, you could do a lot worse than Greg Robertson as CEO of uh, (laughs) this national. You could do a lot better also. (laughs) (laughs) In any event. Hey, thanks everybody for uh, listening to to us yammer. Um, Appreciate it. And we will see you next time, hopefully with an important guest with uh, actual real updates. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice. Perfect. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, everybody. Listen, content is everything. Two Brothers Creative makes it look easy. Right now, business owners really only have two options. The first option is hire a big firm. Now, this big firm is going to come in, make you think that they invented all the algorithms and start charging you thousands of dollars every month. You don't want to do that. Second option is to do it yourself. Well, that means you got to learn SEO, SEM, copywriting, marketing techniques on the web. Ugh, you should be really focusing on your own product. But now there's a third option. It's called content in a box. Give Two Brothers Creative 30 minutes a week and they'll handle everything. Plus, they'll show you how to bring it in-house later on. They'll rebuild your marketing foundation and give you tools and techniques and a new marketing playbook that'll actually produce real results and help you grow your business. Two Brothers Creative will give you the confidence and know-how to tell the SEOs and SEMs and all those other acronyms to get fucked. You're in control now. Get started today at thecontentbox.com.